Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. I hope everyone is doing really well, keeping safe, keeping energised and really excited about today's episode because today I'm going to talk about something that's very close to my heart and that is about how to journal through your self-sabotaging thoughts. So if you ever find yourself talking yourself out of doing something, then this episode is for you because I'm going to share a really powerful practice that is going to inspire and empower you to write your way to your best self. And I want to start this episode by sharing a really powerful quote from Henry Ford. And he said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. In other words, your thoughts directly dictate and influence what you say you can and cannot do. And the reason for this is because your thoughts and your beliefs shape your perspective on the world. In other words, the way you think about things and yourself and the way you see the environment around you directly impacts the results you create. And I want to put this into context for you with a simple example. So let's imagine there are two people who are preparing to launch the exact same product. Now, person A believes wholeheartedly that it's going to be a huge success. Now, this belief shapes everything that happens next. Person A has empowering thoughts that are full of self-confidence and self-belief. As a result, they find it really easy to talk themselves into taking action. They're really happy to get out of their comfort zone and put themselves out there. And they feel excited and energised to solve problems, even the big ones that show up. Sure, they have nerves, but that doesn't stop them emailing their list. It doesn't stop them asking people to buy. And they're happy to shout loud and proud about all the incredible things their product is going to do for the people who buy it. They bring all their energy and enthusiasm to the project and that vibrancy inspires their customers to get engaged and to feel involved. Now, personate is relentless. They'll keep going regardless and they'll do whatever it takes to succeed because they know without doubt that their goal is possible. And if they do get knocked back, that doesn't stop them. Instead, they'll see the, in quotes, failure as a learning opportunity and a chance to become even better. Now, needless to say, person A is likely to attract coincidences and incredible opportunities, which mean they have a highly successful launch. Now, person B brings a different mindset to the project entirely. They also have high hopes and they'd really love to be successful too. But in the back of their mind, they're already convinced it's all going to be a flop. They've already written themselves off And their inner critic is having a field day, reminding them that good things couldn't possibly happen to them because, well, they're just not good enough. So instead of seeing opportunities and possibilities, problem B focuses on all the problems, all the pitfalls and all the insurmountable challenges. They look for mistakes because, well, they expect to make them. And their inner dialogue is full of all the reasons why nobody's going to buy or why they're being a bit of a fool for having such big dreams in the first place. 
And when it comes to the launch itself, well, they only take a half-hearted approach. They offer up defeatist energy because, hey, it's not going to work anyway. They launch quietly and without much of a fanfare, secretly hoping that no one will see their efforts in case they weren't actually good enough. And because people don't see the launch, of course, it's not a roaring success, which person B then uses to justify the fact that they knew it was going to work out all along. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, same start point, different mindset, entirely different results. It turns out that if your thoughts and beliefs are in opposition to what you think you can have, do and be, well, there's a strong chance you'll sabotage yourself and scupper your results. In other words, more often than not, success is won or lost before you've even got out the starting blocks because what you create to a huge extent depends on the conversation you have between your ears. And the really scary thing is about 95% of your brain's activity is subconscious, which means a lot of these self-sabotaging habits and beliefs happen below the radar without you even realising it. So if you get frustrated because you're unable to achieve the things you want to achieve, if, if you're that person who talks themselves out of taking action, undermines themselves, doesn't believe they're good enough, all those kind of things, how do you go about beating that inner critic so you can, so you can be your best self, so you can feel proud knowing that you've stepped into your full potential? Well, Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza said, he said this, if you become aware of your automatic habits and you are conscious of your unconscious behaviours so that you cannot go unconscious again, then you are changing. In other words, the secret to change, the secret to overcoming those self-sabotaging thoughts is to become conscious of the hidden aspect of you that's holding you back. It's to become conscious of that inner dialogue that subconscious thinking, that subconscious beliefs and bring them to the light. And do you know one of the most powerful places to do this work? Of course, this is a journaling podcast. So absolutely, I'm going to recommend that your journal is the tool to turn to. And that's because your journal is just this perfect place, this open space, this safe place where you can start shining the light on all of your subconscious patterns. Because as we said it already, a big chunk of who you are is running on autopilot based on the habits and beliefs you've hardwired into your being. And if you can change those things that don't serve you, then as your beliefs change and your thoughts change, of course, you start to see the world around you differently as well, which ultimately means you create different results. That's how person A was able to do so much different to person B, because they saw the situation through a different pair of eyes. Now, the first step to change, the first step to overcoming these self-sabotaging behaviours is to become aware. So conscious awareness is the first step to transformation. And this is where your journal can really help. Now, the moment you become aware of a thought, a belief or a behaviour that isn't serving you, well, this is an invitation to dig a little bit deeper and to see what's holding that belief in place. And this is a really cool thing. It's, as we said, a lot of this stuff happens subconsciously. But when you now know that there's some self-sabotage going on, you can be much more alert. You can make your conscious brain become alert for when this stuff comes up. Then what happens is as you start to dig deeper and get clearer as to what is causing the root of some of this stuff, well, 
what happens is the whole of that autopilot lessens its grip just a little bit. And that gives you space. It gives you space to not only understand the root of where this pattern arises from, but also the space to consider like a whole new way of being. So how do you do this work in practice in your journal? Well, first up, it's it's really important that you're kind to yourself when dealing with self-sabotaging behaviours. Like it'd be so easy, especially if you're a person B type, it'd be so easy to beat yourself up and feel bad because, hey, you're doing all this stuff and it's undermining you. But the reality is the reason you do those behaviours, the reason you have that self-sabotage in the first place is because bizarrely, it actually did serve a purpose. It was it was there to help you and protect you. For example, if we dive a little bit deeper into the type of person that person B is, we might discover that actually that self-sabotaging behaviour was doing a really good job at keeping them safe. Like even though that person felt really frustrated and disappointed, even a little bit resentful because they weren't travelling as far as they wanted, like playing in that smaller sandbox was a way to reduce risk. Playing in that smaller sandbox and putting yourself in a situation where the launch wasn't going to work means there's less likelihood of rejection, of criticism, of um, people poking fun and saying stuff about you. So effectively, the self-sabotage was preventing you in a weird way from getting hurt. And when you become aware of that, well, then you can decide if you want to stick with that behaviour or whether you want to choose something different. And again, your journal can help you with this because it's, it's going to guide you and help you work your way through those self-sabotaging thoughts. And here's a really fun practice you can try. And anytime, what I invite you to do is anytime you have a self-sabotaging thought, just get really curious about it and use your journal to explore further. And one way you can do this is by personifying self-sabotage. So let's pretend just for a moment that self-sabotage is actually a person and they've popped in for a cup of tea and they're, or coffee, if that's your, if that's your brew, and um, they're sat opposite you at the table. So just in your mind's eye, your imagination, just think about how this conversation might go. And for example, you might start telling self-sabotage about your plans to write a book or whatever goal you're working on right now. And in return, self-sabotage might say something like, but hang on a sec, you can't do anything right, or you're not good enough, or you're too lazy to ever pull anything like that off. And your job is to spot the voice of doubt that self-sabotage is reflecting back at you and write it down. Like write down what self-sabotage says and bring awareness to it. Because as we said, awareness is the first step to change. Listen to the tone and in particular, notice of the words are spoken in anyone's voice that you recognise. And then continue the conversation. For example, you can ask self-sabotage, why does it think you're not good enough? Why does it think you're too lazy? And then see what comes up. What memories, experiences or emotions does self-sabotage throw back at you? Listen again, write it down and then find something to counter self-sabotage's arguments. For example, you could um, you could tell self-sabotage what you'd say to your best friend who was in a similar spot to you. You can imagine that you didn't have the self-sabotaging thoughts and talk about how you might see the world differently. Or you could talk to self-sabotage from a place of deep knowing that you're not who self-sabotage believes you to be. Just have this playful conversation in your journal and see what it takes you. And when you're done, the amazing thing is you'll know what self-sabotage is really up to. You'll see its little tricks and its habits and 
again, awareness, as we said, is the first step to transformation. And, and now when you can see self-sabotage for in all its colours, you now have the power to dismantle it and start wiring in a new mindset that's going to help you show up with a potential you know you have. So that's your journaling prompt for this week. What I invite you to do is to write a conversation between you and self-sabotage. Like, what is your inner critic saying and how could you have a conversation that in, with it that empowers you? Like, what self-sabotaging behaviour shows up? When you spot it, pull out your journal and have that conversation and see what awareness you can create for yourself. Now, I have a feeling you're going to find this really interesting and I'd love to know how you get on. So please do share your takeaways from this exercise with the hashtag writing your best self or by tagging at best self co. And yeah, let me know how you get on. I hope this helps you create some the seeds of some sort of transformation, especially if you know that you are the one who is in your own way and you are really keen to move yourself to the side so that you can step into your full potential and choose to be your best self. So have an amazing week as always. Enjoy getting out the pen and paper. Enjoy the whole practice of journaling, all the magic it can offer for your life. And I look forward to seeing you again very soon in a brand new episode. In the meantime, get to writing.